This is Todd Hollis. Welcome to Civil Action. Today I'm excited. I mean, you probably don't know why I'm excited, but I have one of my favorite journalists on the show. Emmy Award winning journalist, Pittsburgh legend. You've probably seen her over the course of 45 years whenever you turn on your television. I have Miss Brenda Waters. Miss Waters, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good to see you. Oh my God. My favorite absolutely my favorite attorney. Well, Don't let the others hear. No, you, are. you know you are. You know you are. Absolutely. I love you so much. Thank you very, very much for, for being a guest on, on Civil Action. I mean, I had no idea that you were a guest on Guiding Light. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, my former news director, I think he was probably maybe four or five news directors ago, he realized that uh, folks in Pittsburgh loved soap operas. Right. So he would send me to Los Angeles, to New York, and uh, to do stories on the, the actors. Oh, my and God. the story itself, usually when that reporter went there, they put you right in the soap. Right, right, so right. So I play a reporter, which was so funny. <laughs> 45 years of broadcasting here in the city of Pittsburgh, uh, yes, I was still in my mother's womb when I started. You know? <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> right, right, right. Started off yeah. in what, Richmond, Virginia? Well, actually, I started off in Washington, D.C. in a paid internship that Max Robinson, I don't know if you remember him or not, he was the first uh, African-American on national news, ABC, ABC World News Tonight, Max Robinson. I remember the name, uh, right. Yes, he was in Washington, D.C. as one of the main anchors there. And he and some of the other uh, African-American reporters and anchors demanded that they have a minority training program as a part of their union contract. So he wanted to train people in front of the camera, behind the camera. So I was a part of that paid internship. And that was in 1973. I was in grad school at the time. Uh, trying to write a thesis, and I'm learning how to write news. So didn't go well. Brenda, <laughs> <laughs> I need you to expound on this more. Uh, but I was learning how to write news, so it was very short. He goes, no, 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 go back and rewrite this. I need it longer. Uh, so it was a great time. And I think in 1973, the internship paid $17,000. It's still going on today. Okay. And it pays about 35000 which is, you know, a great start. Sure. And it was funny because first job in Richmond paid less than I was making as a paid intern, <laughs> which was a shock. <laughs> you, made, you made less in Richmond than what you made as an intern. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's what gosh. we tell, you know, the interns when they come in, uh, unless your father owns a TV station, you're probably going to go to some little tiny market and make no money. Right. And then, you know, and stay there a year and just work your way up till you get where you want to be. Right, right, right. So, you know, you, you first came to Pittsburgh, you were with WIIC, 
um, which it was is PXI. right, which is now P- WPXI. Uh-huh. Right. Okay, and you started. Did you start as a as a a beat correspondent, or did you start I off? Was a, um, I was a reporter. Okay. And I think I may have done some fill-in anchoring in the morning. Okay. I think so, because oh. Lauren Mann was the, the morning uh, anchor. I, well, at the time. I, yeah, I remember. I remember Lauren. Um, yeah. For many many years. Um, mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, you came. You came in the early seventies. And I was. I moved here in 1979, around the time of TMI. Uh, and everybody kept saying, "Please don't move to Pittsburgh. Uh, there's a nuclear explosion there. You're going to glow in the dark. Please don't go to Pittsburgh." So I moved here right in the middle of all that in 1979 in March. Right. So, yeah. I mean, how many African American women correspondents were there? You know, in, in during that time. Uh, let's see. There was um, Kathy Milton. Um, I remember Kathy. She was with Channel uh, Four, right? She was with Channel Four. Okay. Um, God, let me see. Who was at Channel Eleven with me? I can't. Even, I know there was Bev Smith on the talk show. I think Lynn Hayes Freeland was her producer. Um, Rahima Ellis was here. Dorothy Tucker later came uh, at two. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there were quite a few. Yeah, that that surprises me because I, you know, obviously I I know you and Lynn. I've I've known you guys almost since right. the start of my business. Um, I remember Miss Milton, although I I I don't know her very well. Um, but I don't remember there being a whole lot of African American women in the business. You know, at least when right. I first started twenty six years ago. Right. Well, yeah, tell not, me, not tell, tell tell me about the journey. I mean, my gosh, forty five years. How do you you feel? know, I had not planned to stay here this long, but uh, I'm from Washington D.C. Okay, and um, it's, it's only a, a four and a half hour, a four and a half hour drive for me. Mm-hmm. Some people drive to D.C. in three and a half hours, and you probably, we're probably one of them. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but it's, and, and my parents were older. As a matter of fact, when my mother was pregnant with me, she was in her forties, so they teased her about, "Have you guys seen that old lady who's pregnant?" Well, that was me. <laughs> that was in her family. Um, so my parents were older, so I, I was comfortable here because I knew I could just jump in my car and go home if something happened. Right, right. And uh, and that, you know, that's what they were both ill at one time, and that's why I, I stayed here so long. I have a sister in Los Angeles, okay. and my brother lived in Maryland, uh, but he's a guy. So, I mean, and guys are good, but they don't see the same kind of things that women see when it comes to, like, what parents need. I understand. Uh, you tell them... You know, if you need, uh, if I could say mom and dad need anything. Do they need um, coffee? Do they need anything in the house? Nah, they're good. But then I would go and I'm like, yeah, they do. And, but he would go get it if you tell him. But guys just don't notice the little intricate things that the women notice. Okay. I won't, I won't argue you know. with you about that. Right. I, I won't argue right. with that. Right. But let me ask you this question. What, what are some of the challenges that you see or you saw you know, as an African-American journalist, I mean, at least when you started in the seventies. Um, when I started and, and still now, I don't think things have changed, but a lot hasn't changed. Um, so some of the challenges going out as a reporter in the field is that you'd go to these little small towns and you talk to these, um, fire chiefs or police chiefs. And sometimes they would give the white reporters a little bit of more information than they would give you. 
And thankfully, uh, most of the reporters are cool with each other. Sure. And they would say, Brendan, did they tell you about so-and-so? I'm like, no, he didn't tell me that. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, yeah, he told me that, and, and this is what he said. So a lot of times they don't give you quite all the information that they would give uh, a white reporter. Wow. Um, how, do, how do you deal with that? You just put your head up and go. Like I said, you know, we are, we're pretty tight. Most of the reporters are pretty close. So, I mean, I would get the information and sometimes I would call and say, well, you didn't tell me that. (laughs) Well, you didn't ask me that. Well, neither did they. You know, so I I was the kind of person who would call and, you know, and and call you on it if you didn't give me information. But um, it was just part of being a black reporter. Right. Right. So, I mean, are, are, do you have a relationship with some of the, uh, the, the present day, you know, black reporters, at least with, I'm sure you, you probably know most of them, but, uh, do you still have that kind of camaraderie? Uh, yes, I do. And as a matter of fact, when I retired, I mean, I was, I think I must have cried for three days. I'm looking at Facebook and, uh, people are writing such like amazing things. And I'm like, what? I never even know they noticed me and they're saying things like I first came to town. You were the first person who came up to me and said, welcome. Where are you from? If I can help you out, you know, and then some of the reporters are saying, you know, we're in this business to compete. But if I saw Brenda on a story with me, I knew she had my back. I knew she always had my back. So, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And we still talk to each other on phone. We text, you know, we talk to each other on Facebook. So yeah, I said, and this is, uh, the black reporters and the white reporters. And then um, several of the white reporters will say, you know, remember I was an intern at KDK and I remember you encouraged me and you helped me so much. And I'm like, wow, okay, thanks. <laughs> I, and many of them, I remember when they were there, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I And I was going to say that, you know, in, in my circle, uh, you know, dealing with other attorneys, um, you know, whenever your name would come up, you know, we we always, you know, spoke so highly of you and you were always so very well respected. Um, wow, thank you. you know, we 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 were sad to hear of of your your retirement. But of course, you know, we understand that that's sometimes the nature of the business. But my gosh, you left such a huge legacy and huge you know, thank shoes you. to fill. I mean, I, I miss you already. <laughs> Thank you. And you know, the thing with dealing with um, attorneys and uh, police chiefs and fire chiefs, if you guys say, okay, this is off the record, I'm going to tell you this, but do not say anything about it until tomorrow, until next week. You have to keep your word. You have to keep your word. Otherwise, you're never going to get another thing from Todd Hollis. (laughs) (laughs) Police chief, if you call his office, I don't know you. So you have to keep your word. And that's the one thing that I tell these young journalists. If you're told not to say something, don't say anything. You must be able to keep your word. Yeah. You have to have, you have to be, have a good conscience in this business. I know you want to beat the next station and be the first on with something, but I think it's more important to keep your word. You know, that's, that's, that's huge. I mean, we, we've had cases you know, we've had, you know, to ask, you know, reporters or journalists to, you know, to sort of embargo things until, you know, we we presented them, you know, to the public. Um, and I had some questions as to whether, you know, some journalists would hold to that agreement. Fortunately, they have, um, you know, but I, you know, I learned a lot. Most of that 
some of the things I learned from you. <laughs> I know, oh. I, I know. I think one time we, I had a story and I released it to national media before I released it to local media. And I, I got, you, yeah, I got a call from Miss Waters. <laughs> I said, okay, I'll never do that again. You know, and, and again, you know, it's, it's that love. It's that respect. It's, it's that relationship that, you know, I've had with you, um, that has helped my career. And I'm sure there's a ton of other people who would say the same thing, you know, but I had somebody who cared enough about me, you know, who felt comfortable with me that she picked up the phone to spank my bum, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I didn't follow protocol. You know what I mean? So God bless you for that. Um, oh, you know, I mean, I, I probably needed it and I've never done it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, good, good. so so you'll be good, proud good. of me. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you this. I mean, now now you're retired. T tell us what you're doing now. Let's see, it's been uh, four months. Okay. Uh, so the first months were uh, things like uh, switching over insurance, um, switching over the 401k, the pension, that kind of thing. So that that took a few months to get all that stuff in order. Okay. Um, I have uh, some really good friends in Atlanta who are pushing me to move there. Um, so I, I'm still here. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do yet. I did apply for a job with um, Senator Casey's office. It was the regional director for his Pittsburgh office in downtown Pittsburgh. And they really wanted someone with um, managerial skills. Okay. I've never managed like office of people. Um, so I didn't get that job, needless to say. So that would have been the thing that would have kept me here. That okay. would have been an interesting job. So um, I don't know what I'm going to do right now. I mean, what, what do you want to do? I mean, do, do you do you think that you want to at least stay close to journalism, maybe work on a freelance basis? Do you think you maybe just want to, you know, kind of do something different? I, I think my next chapter my next chapter. Yeah. I want to do something different. I have a master's degree in public relations, and I would like to be a spokesperson, uh, community relations, PR, that kind of thing, maybe for um, one of the universities, for a company, something like that, community liaison, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. That sounds interesting. So if anybody is watching, you know, this show <laughs> <laughs> and they have, you know, a oh, spokesperson oh, position, <laughs> Miss Waters can be contacted, <laughs> and I, I, as her agent, of course, you know, I'll do with the negotiations. You get, you get 10%. 10% is fine. 10% <laughs> is fine. Well, I mean, I, man, I, you know, I, I see so much going on in, in today's, you know, Pittsburgh genre, so to speak. I mean, there's so much going on with Black Lives Matter. I mean, we got this election going on. Um, you know, I, sometimes I want to pick up the phone and I want to call you to get your perspective. And I'm like, dang, she's, you know, she's always objective. You know what I mean? But now yeah. you don't necessarily have to be objective. I mean, now, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of watching all this unfold. What's, what's your take on it? It's, it's really interesting not to be a part of it. I retired um, March, I'm sorry, May 29th. And May 30th is when the protest began in Pittsburgh. Right. And one of the KDA photographers was, was beaten up. Mm, I remember that. Um, yeah, Ian Smith. 
And I'm like, you know, my God, I, I, would, I probably would have been with him that day. Paul Martino was with him. I mean, any of us could have been with him. So it's, um, it's surreal to sit and watch this unfold in, in front of me. And um, in terms of politics, it's um, people, even before I retired, people would come up to me and say things that they thought about before but never said to me before. I mean, I was still getting mail at the station calling me the N-word mm. in the, from that, that came through our mail room. So Jesus. people were saying things that didn't say before. And I think that this present administration has really um, divided the country, uh, created a, or at least, it, at least brought it forth, a mean streak. And I know mean only has four little letters, but it speaks volumes. And I think many people are just mean. And I think this present administration encourages that kind of behavior. So yeah. I think this, com this country is really divided, racially divided. I saw a, uh, I saw a story where our second lady, you know, received some, some very racist remarks uh, while she was attempting I to shop. That. And uh, I was, mm -hmm. I was horrified. Um, it was. She, she said she left that day without her security just to run to the store. And that that's what happened. But I love Giselle and she she holds no animosity towards this woman. She wants the woman to get help and mm -hmm. she they don't want to prosecute. Um, they're just two wonderful people. Yeah, they really are. Um, and God bless her. I mean, she spends a great right. deal of her time, you know, trying to make to Pittsburgh others. better. Yes. You know what I mean? So. Right. I can't thank you enough. I mean, geez, Maniz. I mean, you you have done so much for so many people for so long. And I, I am truly honored, you know, to have had this opportunity, you know, to spend with you. Um, I have no doubt that whatever you do going forward, you're going to be successful at it. Uh, you know, you, you so always much. have been. So God bless you so much. Thank you, sir. And going forward, I'd like to see, I'd like to see more uh, people of color, color in management positions in our newsrooms, making decisions. Uh, you don't see that. We didn't have that at uh, KDKA. I'd like to see more people of color uh, behind the anchor desk uh, during primetime newscast. I'm talking about the five and the six and the 10 and the 11. And to the young reporters coming up, I just want to tell them to be, to be a good journalist, to be a good person, to have a good conscience and to make sure that you keep your word. Mm, 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 mm. Excellent points. Excellent points. Um, and and certainly, you know, they, they would be learning from the best, you know, which I clearly believe uh, that you, you are. So, you know, thank you so much, you know, Brenda. God bless you. You know, best of luck thank in everything you that you do. And yeah. and I'm definitely going to call you because I'm not going to let you get yeah. too far you away from me. You know my numbers, me. all of them. All right. <laughs> thank you again. And give you a hug for me. Give I, you a hug. I definitely will. I definitely will. I remember uh, when you came to the house to do the story and she said, uh, she said, who? I said, that's one of the best. You know what I mean? I said, that's one of the best. So thanks again, Brenda. That's my show. Um, Brenda Waters, I mean, truly the best. I mean, if you guys, you know, want to leave her a comment on this link, please do so. Um, you know, she's, she's done so much for our city for so, for so daggone long. And, uh, it's a shame to see her go. I would much rather have her stay, but, you know, unfortunately, I don't have that call, but thank you again, Brenda. God bless you. 
And thanks again. This is Todd Hollis from uh, Civil Action. Good night. We have to go to the root. We have to go to the cause. Dealing with the condition itself is not enough. And it is because of our effort 